Welcome to the Verdict Verdict Sports Show, where we bring you sports talk on the go. Today we got a special guest, our third time rolling around with our buddy Jack Besh. Going to cover a couple things, college football, his decisions, of course, what the offseason brings, and the national championship. How you doing, Jack? Man, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on again. Of course. Thanks for being on here. So to start things off, how's the offseason been for you? What are some things that you're planning on working on and, and adding to your game? Man, you know, just like every year, uh, 360 degrees, you know, I'm trying to get faster, bigger, stronger, uh, more mentally prepared, you know, understand defenses better, um, you know, understand all the little nuances of the game better. Um, you know, I'm really trying to get better, like I said, in the 360 degree. I'm trying to evolve in every way, shape, form possible. Um, you know, I'm really trying to become that player I really want to be on the field. Um, you know, some of my dreams of making, it to, of making it to the next level can really become a reality. And what was this decision like to transfer from LSU? Kind of take me through the process, through the reasoning, and ultimately what helped you come to your decision. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it was like an accumulation of a couple of different things. Um, I think in order to be the person and the player I want to be, I think, uh, you know, I have to make a change. I feel like, you know, whenever you make hard decisions like this is, is the times you really grow and learn a lot about yourself. And I feel like this was just one of those decisions I had to make in my life that, isn't going to be easy, but I feel like it's going to be very fruitful for me, you know, in the end. So, I agree. Um, I agree. I think, you know, it, yeah, it's, of course, it's always tough to see you go. But in these type of instances, it'll be exciting to see you grow into the athlete we know you can become. And like you said, those opportunities, those chances help you help you grow and add layers to not only your character, not only your game, but your career as a whole. So it, it's a pretty pivotal moment for you. And, you know, you're handling it. You're handling it just about as well as anyone can, I'd say. No, I really appreciate you saying that. For sure, bro. And uh, you know, my, my first question here with with the with the school change, will, will there be a jersey number change? You're gonna stick with eighty, or what? What are we gonna roll with? No, nah, I think I'm gonna rock with number two with Deuce. Okay, the Deuce. Yeah. Hey, look, that's a clean yeah. number. That's the number you took your photos with, right? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So number switch will it be a position switch? You know, you have two years in college football. One of those years, wide receiver. Another one, tight end. What do you think about that? Um, I guess the way I put it whenever I get this question asked is, like, I never really – it's like my whole – like, growing up, I played receiver, and then my freshman year, um, I mean, I guess you could say I played tight end, but I really played receiver. Just the way they got me on the field was, was listing me as a tight end um, to give me different packages, get, get me mismatched with different people. But, I mean, if you really go watch the film, um, you would think I played wide receiver. And if you didn't, like, know I was a tight end, then – you know, it would look like a base that I was a receiver just playing the slot. Right, and especially if you had those years of development in high school, getting comfortable at uh, at St. Thomas More, Of course, those years, I mean, that's that's your fundamentals right there. That's what you want to get back to, that, that comfort. Uh, no, yeah, definitely. I'm super excited to, like we kind of said, just be able to put my talents on display again, you know, uh, pour out my heart and, you know, my blood, sweat, and tears with, the, with this new program being TCU, and I couldn't be more excited about it. I'm super pumped up. I actually move out there next week. So, like I said, I just couldn't be more uh, excited about it. That's good. That's good. How's he, how's he going to like the move? You got any, any spots to go take him out already you scoped out? Oh, of course. I got a big backyard for him. Too. There you go. But w with this recruiting experience, what teams did you have to choose from? And was it overwhelming? How, how did you handle all, you know, I'm sure your phone was just off the wall for several days. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't really post anything on social media. Um, really until I committed, 
I kind of wanted everything to be, you know, decision for me, not, you know, not hearing any outside noises or anything like that. Um, you know, so I really stayed off social media. Um, I really, I really just tried to focus on myself and this decision. I didn't really want anything else influencing it. Um, but and like a lot of these kids, like post offers to their Instagram or Twitter, which is like completely fine. I just like went about it because I just didn't like want a lot of people like texting me, hitting me up, like, you know, media outlets and things like that. Um, but nah, like I really heard from like every school really from, you know, Georgia to, you know, all the teams in the SEC to obviously the Big Ten, Big 12 teams to, you know, like Southern and Southeastern and stuff like that. So um, I just couldn't be more happy in the position I'm in. Um, you know, the squad is obviously competing in the Natty this week, which I'm super pumped up about. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out there and watch them in L.A., um, which is going to be fun just to be able to see them play in person. Um, you know, maybe see the coaches and stuff if they have any downtime. Um but no, I couldn't be more excited, like I said. And, and the fact that they're bringing you out to the national championship is huge. That's an experience in and of itself. I mean, I'm, I'm jealous that, you know, you're going to be up close, man. I, I'd love to be there. But when you're looking at TCU on paper, the success they've had this year is tremendous. I mean, we saw them against Michigan. They played, I think, lights out a lot. You know, they shocked a lot of people. And uh, I think, you know, with, with, that, with that being said, was it more of a, a, a connection that the coaches had with you or yeah. was it the, the the potential you saw in yourself growing or, or both yeah and disclaimer too i had to like get my own plane tickets and stuff out there i'm just going like i'm just going out there so they couldn't they couldn't actually like um like fly me out there since i'm not actually a part of the program yet so i kind of have to do all that on my own which is fine but i just want to throw that out there right <laughs> but uh, but it was definitely not definitely with like the coaches like I felt something I haven't really felt whenever I got there. It was like it was all about what they can do for me, and it's obviously obviously for me it's what I can do for them to bring their program, um, you know, to you know a step forward to the next step. Um, but like I really felt that genuineness and that they really wanted to help me and become and help me become the player, the person um, that they know and that I know I can be and that I, I can become. For sure, and and that that's the most important thing. You know, we we talk about players and recruiting all the time, but what what I don't think that gets covered the most is the connection. That's the most important part. You want to make the athlete feel at home. You want to make them feel cared for. You want to fulfill those promises you give them throughout that entire experience. Those are pretty pivotal moments in the development of an athlete off the field, which is you know that's where the real battles fought. No, one hundred percent. Um, you know. Do you think the change from the SEC to the Big 12 will be noticeable? Everyone talks about the powerhouse of college football being the SEC, but the Big 12 is a pretty big conference in and of itself. But, you know, can you imagine a change in competition, a change in speed? What, what do you think that transition will be like? I guess the answer is pretty simple. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> you know, I don't, uh, I don't know for sure, but um, maybe, maybe not. But, you know, I guess time will tell. Right, right. You you've played against um, you know Kansas State in the the Texas Bowl. That that's a Big Twelve game. So I mean, you you got a little bit of experience with that. But yeah, it's 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 kind of too early to tell for sure. When when are you going to start spring ball? Um, we start spring. Oh, uh, I don't even know. Uh, probably when everybody when everybody else starts. 
Yeah, they got you know the deep, one of the deeper seasons, of course, heading to the national championship. So that's definitely an afterthought right now. They got that uh, jobs not finished mentality. But with the Big Twelve, they're going to be adding a lot of competition. They're going to be adding Arch Manning, and I'm sure you're going to be crossing paths with him a couple of times. Uh, what, what do you think about oh, that definitely. type of matchup, and just what the the Big Twelve is going to be able to bring for for a couple of years before Texas leaves? Man, you know, just a couple, a bunch of the Louisiana kids, hopefully tearing it up. That that would be awesome. I, and, and what I'm looking forward to the most is the season opener. The season opener for y'all, you're going to see Deion Sanders, the new Colorado squad, and uh, a narrative that's been going around college football is just whether or not Coach Prime will succeed at this big Power 5 level. And, you know, I think what he's been able to do at Jackson State and how, you know, he's been able to turn a – a team who hasn't won a lot before into an undefeated powerhouse that can arguably beat some ranked team. So what do you think about Deion Sanders, what he's going to be able to do with a, a bigger market, bigger recruiting effort, and, and a lot of guys out the transfer portal? They even just got a, a defensive coach from LSU. Yeah, I definitely know that, you know, a lot of people want to play for me. Who wouldn't want to play for Coach uh, Prime? I mean, that's one of the greatest football players to play the game in his position. Um, and really overall, so I mean, I could definitely see how they could get a lot of um, very talented players. And, you know, I feel like obviously he would be a defensive-minded uh, coach. So um, I feel like they were going to have a really good defense. Um, but like I kind of said with the competition, I guess like time will tell, um, you know, how good they're really going to be. For sure. Before we let you go, let's get a little uh, national championship talk in. Of course, in the semifinal, we saw TCU beat Michigan. Pretty pretty good game. It was pretty back and forth, I'd say. Max Dugan had the, you know, he had the couple picks, but he made up for it with a couple of rushing touchdowns. Quite frankly, though, I think the most important interception of the entire game would be Bud Clark's pick six. I think that's changed the momentum, put TCU in the right spot to capitalize, punch their ticket to the national championship. What do you think on New Year's Eve? What was going through your mind? And did it, you know, did it feel like you were already on the team already? you know, invested? Oh, man, you know it. Like, I was pulling them for – I was pulling for them heavy. Um, you know, because my, that's my people. That's my squad, and, you know, I wish them the best. And um, I know they're going to ball out against Georgia, and I just can't wait to, to watch them play in person and to watch them win this thing. And Georgia's opening it up as 12-point favorites, but I think that just is going to be because of the run they've been on. You've seen Georgia up close. You've gotten experience with them, with their matchups. Of course, you had a whole week of film, maybe even two weeks of film against them. What do you see from Georgia that you think TCU will be able to answer and, and, and kind of shock the world once again on? So, I mean, their their D-line is very, very good. Um, you know, they have a, they have a – really good secondary as well. But I feel like that D-line they have um, is really what propels that defense. So I feel like if they can hold that D-line and they can take their shots, that, you know, they'll be able to get – that they'll be good. I agree. I agree. And I I know you saw – Malik Neighbors getting the Citrus Bowl MVP. Kind of talk about that. I know you and Malik are like brothers. Last time you were on the show, you were talking about how the wide receiver room is like family. What did it feel like to be able to see your brother, someone you came in in the recruiting world with, go ahead and – you know, seize his moment, really. It was, a, it was a good moment. I think he got his flowers. You know, Malik was kind of underrated all year besides being our reception leader. You know, he just – it seemed like now he's getting the attention he deserves. What, what, what was your reaction to that and just how that make you feel? Yeah, no, I'm super pumped up. You know, me and him were kind of in the same boat. Last two receivers to be picked up. Really, some of the last two recruits to be picked up on the recruiting trail um, our freshman year. Um, you know, we, we, we've done a lot together. We came from a lot um, – you know, we've grown a lot together. 
Um, so like I said, like kind of starting from the bottom and building our way up, not having all that hype built around us and building it on our own. I couldn't be more proud of league. Like you said, that's my brother. Um, you know, I'm always one call away from him and he's always one call away from me. And, uh, you know, I can't, I told him I can't wait to meet back up with them in the league one day, whether that be on the same team playing against each other, whatever it may be. Um, you know, I know he's going to do great. I know he's going to keep balling. I know he's going to keep propelling that team and, uh, pushing them forward. Um, you know, I know the ability he has on him. He's really special. I mean, you don't find players like him that often. So, I mean, like I said, um, I wish him the best of luck. And like I said, hopefully one day me and him are going to be back up in the league. For that, I mean, setting up for a, a big future jersey swap. Most definitely. Hey, man, they, you think they should bring that to college football? We see that in the NFL all the time. But you think college guys should swap jerseys in moments like this? I mean, I'd be for it. I, I would, I would want to do it. Yeah, I feel like the only thing about it is, like, I feel like everybody would just do it to do it in, in college. Yeah, you know, you got a lot a lot more connections, especially right. at that age. Everyone's right. your friend. Yeah, it's a good point. And, you know, we saw some interesting things after the Citrus Bowl with Drew Brees was signing people's jerseys. You had Kyron Lacey, Joe Fouché. It's pretty, it, that, that's what really made me think about it was that one moment. I was like, man, you know, this would actually be pretty cool if you saved it for some, some big-time big time moments, big-time performances. Well, Jack, I hope you enjoy your time at the National Championship. You know, like I said, man, I'm jealous I'm not out there with you on the sideline. You're going to get that up-close and personal action. Yeah, most definitely. I'm super excited for it. Well, thank you for hopping on the show, man. Thanks for talking, you know, spending some time with us here in the Verdant Verdict once again. Looking forward to have you on in the future. And, you know, hopefully, I'm sure I'll be out there with you on campus here, but, you know, hopefully we can get out there soon and touch base, see how things are over there, enjoy your new spot. Man, thank you so much, bro. Awesome talking to you. Talk to you soon. For sure, bro. Have a good one. Better. This has been the Verdant Verdict. Thanks for tuning in. We had Jack Bash get on the show. Y'all make sure to subscribe for more exclusive LSU content, LSU coverage. I know we're getting to the offseason, but trust me, we got a lot more things that we have to report on, a lot more things we can bring to y'all, a lot more surprises. This has been the Verdant Verdict. Make sure to subscribe. Follow us on socials. Link in description. Thanks for watching.